Hello. Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. How are you? I. Hi. I'm okay. That's good. Are you sure? <laughs> Not really. Uh, but you know, we'll fake it till we make it. That's true. If you just say it enough times. Yes. You gotta speak that shit into existence sometimes. You know. Truly. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> manifesting happiness one little white lie at a time should we start like a lifestyle podcast Ooh, yes it would just be me giving good advice that i myself don't follow (laughs) the fun intro what a great intro i'm Brittany. i'm reyna this is chismosas and chainsaws uh today we're talking about misery misery so this was your pick. It was. Yeah, I've never seen it. Um, I've heard very good things about it. It was good. I liked it. You finally picked a good one. <laughs> this is historic. Uh, this needs to be marked down somewhere. Raina said that I picked a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this came out in 1990. This movie is only five years older than I am. It is six years older than me. <laughs> this movie is 30 years old this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this movie is probably married and has a mortgage and children. This is not fun. To talk nope. About it like that. Nope. It was directed by Rob Reiner. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was... When I looked this up, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like Rob Reiner? Like, 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 like Rob Reiner. Like Rob Reiner or like a different Rob Reiner? No, no. It's the same <laughs> Rob Reiner. <laughs> um, apparently, he's like, he's directed quite a few like successful films, yeah, which was wild. Does a lot. Good for you, Rob. Which is pretty cool, yeah. More power to you. He directed Princess Bride, um, When Harry Met Sally, and Stand By Me. I Which, do love Stand By Me. I've never seen Stand By Me. I think you would like it, but I think it would make you cry. That's what I hear. Um, <laughs> I've never seen When Harry Met Sally. Me I, neither. I do really love Princess Bride, and I know you think it's overrated. It definitely is. I love it. I just bought a copy of it on DVD recently, actually. Interesting. Because I'm old <laughs> and still buy DVDs. Uh, I bought, uh, this week, I got an email from... Apparently, I've subscribed to emails from the A24 shop. What the fuck is that? Uh, A24 is a production company. Oh, okay. Um, And I'm sure that I subscribed because at one point they were auctioning props from Midsummer. Ah. As if I could ever afford them, but... You just want to look. Yeah, I wanted to see. Um, I just want to take a look got an email from them this week and it was about they're finally releasing a director's cut of midsummer of midsummer 171 minutes that's a long movie that's a long movie and it's like in this fancy book booklet of like all these drawings and behind the scenes stuff and i paid 50 dollars for that dvd oh my god it's not even gonna ship until the end of july oh my god but I'm, I've never been more excited. Well, more, for, more, more power to you, sis. Out of here. <laughs> I only like we... to buy, like, nice copies of 
my favorite movies, you know? That's fair. We should have done, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, um, but we definitely should have done Midsummer For Midsummer, Yeah, for yeah. Midsummer like a month ago. Yeah, I did. What was it, two weeks that. ago? I thought about it, but I was like, mm, no. Well, because also, I know, like, um, ideally, in a perfect world, that Kendra would like to come and talk about that as well. Yes. First guest episode? Yes. Kendra, so maybe, please come be on our show. <laughs> maybe when I get the fancy director's cut. <laughs> we can do the thing. Um, so let's talk about misery, though. I almost let's said do midsummer. It. Let's talk about midsummer. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Do you, uh, you watched that this week, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's one hundred percent what I watched. Um, no, okay. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about misery. <laughs> okay. What do you What do you think the budget was for this one? Okay, I think Stephen King movies usually have kind of a high budget, and this was after. Wasn't this after the miniseries of it? came out um i think the miniseries of it was in the 90s was it so Mm. let me look it up i'm also gonna look up when his movies came out the miniseries was this year or was 1990 sorry (laughs) what's this year 2020 2020 um and that was november in 1990 so we had misery came out before that misery came out I don't know. Oh, Misery know. came Let's out see. the same month. It came out November 30th, 1990. Wow. Yikes. Carrie came out in 1976. And there was yes. The Shining, Creepshow, Cujo, The Dead Zone, Christine, Children of the Corn, Firestarter, much. Cat's Eye, Silver Bullet, Maximum Overdrive. Is Stand, Stand By Me is not... Stand By Me is based off of a short story. By Stevie. I didn't know! Based yeah, on the novella, The, the Body. Oh, the body, it's based, yeah. yes. Creep Show Two, The Running Man. So he had already had all of his big movies. This is what I'm getting at here. Love Pet Cemetery. <laughs> what I'm getting at here is they would have funded this and they would have funded it well. In my, if I had to guess. So but you I do. <laughs> so I think that in 1990, a fair amount of money for a Stephen King budget would have been. Thirty million dollars. Wow, you're pretty close. Really? What was it? It's twenty million. Damn. Okay, I'm only off by ten million. Um. So, what do you think this movie made? I think this movie did really well because I hear about this movie a lot. Um. And this was like, I think this might have been one of Kathy Bates's first like big roles. It was one of her first big roles. So that's she really, really something. only had small roles, mostly TV stuff. She deserves nothing but big roles. Oh, that's true. She's perfect. I think that this movie did it do well, as well as I think it did. I mean, it did well. Like it made the money back and then some. Okay, well that's a start. I think that this movie, with a budget of twenty million dollars, made a yes. <laughs> hundred and fifteen million. You are incorrect. It made sixty-one point three million. What? This which did is not very do that interesting. Well. Yeah, very interesting because Kathy Bates won an Oscar for this. 
Ah, and she deserved it. It's the only Stephen King adaptation to ever win an Oscar. What? Which, um, not completely related, but still related. Uh, I think it's a crime that it did win. <laughs> At least my boy one. Eddie Kasprak a an Oscar. At least the first one. Like it's shot so beautifully. <laughs> it's a good film. Um, but yeah, she won for best actress. She deserved it. But I she am definitely did. I appalled. don't know what else was nominated. What else would have been up that year? But best actress, you say? Yes, for nineteen ninety. <laughs> There's one way to find out. Let's ask. Let's doodle it. Um. Michelle Pfeiffer in The Fabulous Baker Boys. I've never seen that, but I do love Michelle Pfeiffer. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Um, Jessica Lange in Music Box. I have never seen that, but I do love Jessica Lange. I also love Jessica Lange. Isabel Adjani. I don't think I'm saying that right. Um, in Camille Claudel. I don't know what... That I don't. Is, or I've never heard is. any of those words. Jessica Tandy in Driving Miss Daisy. That was a good movie. I've never seen that. It was okay. I don't really need that in my life. It's yeah. It's I like that she makes friends with Morgan Freeman, but I'm like, mm, this is still problematic. Yeah. Um, but I do love Morgan Freeman, so I'll I'll watch it. <laughs> um, and then the last one that I see is Pauline Collins in Shirley Valentine. I don't know who that is or what that is. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and say that she definitely deserved it. She deserved it. Even though I do love Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> I do. Yeah. All right, you have to pick Michelle Pfeiffer, Jessica Lange, or Kathy Bates. Um, like, roles? Fuck, Mary or, Kill. Like, nope. Fuck, Mary Kill. Fuck, Mary Kill. Um, damn. Fuck. <laughs> That's a tough one. Spot. Yeah. Uh, do you have... An answer to that? I do, yeah. Okay, then you go first and I'm gonna think about it. <laughs> I would fuck Jessica Lang. She's just so cool. Like, how cool would it be to be able to go, yeah, no, I fucked Jessica Lang. I would marry Kathy Bates because I think that she would make a wonderful wife and I think she's so funny. And Michelle Pfeiffer is great, but I'm sorry, Michelle, you out. Like, I can't do it. Um, I think that I would... Fuck Michelle Pfeiffer, because, I mean, her as Catwoman really shaped <laughs> who I am as a person. Like, Was truly. that part of your sexual awakening, was Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't. <laughs> um, so, I, anyway, I would fuck Michelle Pfeiffer. I would marry Kathy Bates, and I think I'd have to kill Jessica Lange. I love her, but... She's just such a good actress. I fucking love Michelle Pfeiffer, though. Have and you I seen... can't kill Kathy Bates. Are you kidding That's me? True. Well, clearly, <laughs> she'll fucking hobble you. She will. That was scary. <laughs> that was so scary. I audibly gasped. <laughs> and I was alone, and I was like, oh my god. And I knew it was coming. That's one of the things that I like most about... I mean, like, I would call this not quite a jump scare, but there it some acted ones. as a jump scare. Yeah. In my opinion. It's it's very um, <laughs> it's very suspenseful. Yes, but not. It's never like you know what's gonna happen if something bad is gonna happen. You're like, oh, he's wandering the house. She's gonna get home and find her, find him. 
or she's going to be standing right behind him. Yes. Like it's it's all it's all predictable possible jump scares. It's yes. never like where's Ghostface? <laughs> right? Like it's the calls coming from know, inside the house. Yeah, you know what could happen. Yes. Yes. I will say I was not expecting Kathy Bates to shoot and kill that sheriff. I was so sad. Literally, my note was, if I have to see, well, because he, that actor, whose name I didn't write down, he plays Matthew Cuthbert in the... Green Gables. In Anna Green Gables, which my mom loves, and now has, like, a special place in my heart as well. But, um, so he plays Matthew Cuthbert, who's, like, the guy that adopts her. And my note was, if I have to see Matthew Cuthbert die again, I swear. If I have to see Matthew Oh, honey. And then literally the next note is, God damn it. God damn it. Because <laughs> she fucking shot him. <laughs> he, his name is Richard Farnsworth. And yeah, he died. Right. He died 20 years ago. That also sounds about right. He looks old in this. Yeah. This was the 90s. Yeah. Well, he was born in 1920. So. Oh, my God. So scary. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that so scary? I don't know. Like, anything before, like, the 60s, I don't like to think about people being born. <laughs> it just seems like my, a bad time. My mom was born in 1959. So... Oh, that's on the cusp. That's <laughs> totally fine, then. <laughs> We're fine with 1959, but anything before that, it's a no-go. Anything before that just seems, like, fake in my head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's hard for me to really visualize and like imagine what it was like to live in that time period yes specifically like the 20s and the 30s oh that shit was crazy yeah like i don't want to think about that outside of the outside of the uh the concept of the great gatsby i don't think about the 20s (laughs) i don't even think about the great gatsby because i didn't like gatsby the only time i think about the 20s (laughs) is have you seen and this is like super off topic, but if you haven't watched it, you absolutely should. There is this little old woman, and I think her name <laughs> is Clara. Her grandson or great grandson or whoever uh, is named Chris, and he films her um, preparing depression meals. So, like, stuff that they used to eat during the Great Depression. She's like, This is how we fucking survived. Like, this is what we had to do. And she's like, and sometimes, like, I find it comforting because this is what I grew up with. So, like, I'll make this food still. So I watched her yesterday make me a salad from dandelion greens. And I was like, damn, Clara, I could probably do that. You definitely could. And that seems like something you would do. It does, doesn't it? Just, <laughs> like, that's, forage that's around the city. Interesting. Yeah. But yes. Sorry, that was a little off topic. Fun fact about misery. <laughs> uh, Rob Reiner was the helicopter pilot. Oh, that, that is a fun fact. I didn't know that. It's an uncredited role. and Look at you. The, yeah, so there you go. Um, thank you, IMDB. Um, <laughs> and the pig's name actually is Misery. Misery oh, yeah, the my, pig my, as herself. That's literally my last note. LOL. Misery the pig as herself. As herself. Um, my, I have a fun fact. The role of Paul was offered to William Hurt twice. And he turned it down both times, obviously. And then, and be ready, because there's a lot of names for me to read. I wrote down every name. <laughs> every, and then it okay. was offered to Kevin okay. Klein, Michael Douglas, 
Harrison Ford, Ooh. Dustin Hoffman, Ooh. Robert De Niro, Ooh. Al Pacino, what? Richard Dreyfus, Gene Hackman, and oh. Robert Redford. And Any all of, of them turned it down. Would have been great. <laughs> all of them turned it down. <laughs> this man, I've seen him in other things. I just can't think of. I'm looking at IMDb right he's now. He's a guy in Elf. He's more importantly, he's Sonny in The Godfather. I've I never seen The Godfather. You would probably not like it, but it is a cinematic yeah, masterpiece. That's what I've heard. Is that I probably wouldn't like it. So. I grew up watching. He okay. Man, you're right, Brittany. That is sunny. <laughs> My heart hurts that I like didn't think about that. He apparently also was in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs too. I only saw the first one. I haven't seen any of them. The first one's pretty funny. <laughs> he is in the first one too. He's Tim. Tim Lockwood. The dad? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Well, because. Yeah, that has to be the dad, because Bill Hader is Flint Lockwood. Bill Hader! You know I fucking love Bill Hader. <laughs> Who doesn't? If you don't like Bill Hader, then get out. Get out. <laughs> get out! It's not, you're not even worth my time at that point. <laughs> I can't believe that That's this really funny. man... That I, watched, I watched Sonny get hobbled by Kathy Bates. What a good moment. Um, so this movie has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty high. It is really high. That's, I don't remember I feel if like that's anything why I over like 70% is probably good. <laughs> it's probably good. I don't remember if that's why I picked this movie because I was looking through I think that's like, why. top horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was on the list anyway. I was like, well, let's watch some Stephen King, I guess. Might as well. <laughs> What's the that is that is why my next pick will not be Christine. Is I think that we should really space out the Stephen King adaptations. I think that they're great, but they do you can't just watch them all at once. No, know? definitely you not. do got to space them out. Um, I was really impressed. I know that that wasn't Kathy Bates that picked up James Con, <laughs> but but what if it was? But what if it was though? <laughs> Because my first note is, damn, <laughs> Kathy Bates strong AF. My version of that is, quote, what a strong lady Kathy Bates is. Truly showcasing how different we both are. <laughs> yes, same thoughts. We're just putting them down a little bit differently. So funny. Um, um, the music in this, which is something, as you well know, that like I never really take note of. No, you really don't. Um, while... Paul is like driving down the the side of the mountain to like head home or whatever after he's had his glass of Dom Perignon um, and his single lucky strike cigarette. Um, the lyrics are something like shoot him before he runs. And it's talking about like you need to go buy a shotgun and you need to shoot this guy before he runs. And I was like, well, that's ominous. And that's that seems really uh, foreshadowy. It's very funny because I didn't really, when I noticed music, I noticed like the score, technically. Technically. I said technically, I meant typically. <laughs> <laughs> I meant typically I pay attention to the score and less so like music with words in it. Because now, because remember in prom night, I paid attention to everything, but that might have been because of that fact that I already knew 
I, um, I think that that is because, like, you and I watch movies very differently. And I know we've talked about this yeah, before. But, like, I watch the movie to look for, like, hey, is this an allegory for this? Or, hey, do you think this could be about this? And, like, <laughs> like I look for tiny little hidden messages and stuff. And you're like, wow, this was beautifully shot. And that music was perfect. And they cast just the right person. And, like... <laughs> Like, you're in it for the movie itself, and, like, I'm more in it for the story and, like, the tiny stuff. I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, have you seen- you, you've seen The Babadook, right? Yes! I How do you feel about The Babadook? I love The Babadook. Alright. Just wondering. It's on the list, I think. If it's yeah, not, then I, it's kind I, of fucking, I fucking hate The Babadook. Fuck! We should have watched The Babadook during June! Why? Because oh, June Pride is Pride Month, month and the Babadook <laughs> yeah, is gay. It. Get ready to be Baba Shook. God, I can't wait. Man, that might be my next pick. I fucking hate the Babadook. I know, but think about it. Once it's done, we don't have to cover it again. <sighs> I'll pick it something <laughs> dumb for my pick after that, then. <laughs> I'll pick something I know you're going to hate. Well... We're We're already scream three. I've already covered the ring and I've already covered repo. It can't really go much further downhill. Oh, I can find something. Oh, I'll find something, Brittany. That's a threat. (laughs) I've got something now in mind. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but it's fucking hilarious. Um, but okay, let's no, let's get into this. I want to know where Kathy Bates' gloves are when she's giving Paul that IV. Oh my god. It's a biohazard, Raina. She's an angel of death. You think she cares about biohazards? Yes, you gotta keep them healthy before you kill them. That's probably part of the whole thing. And depending on how fast you're gonna kill them. I mean, she was clearly trying to drag this out. Also, infection sounds like a messy way to go. In yeah, my opinion. I don't, I don't want that. It's a biohazard. <laughs> also, what if she had slipped and poked herself? You got me fucked up, Kathy Bates. Sorry, please continue. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. I'm so sorry. I'm just so upset (laughs) about these gloves. I know. (laughs) It is my fault, but also, thank you for (laughs) allowing me that uh, little little nugget of angst. What, of you being Eddie Kasprak in real life? (laughs) I am Eddie Kasprak in real life. (laughs) I'm small and anxious and everything's a biohazard. Literally, the definition. <laughs> um, I was so when he's roaming the house, mm-hmm. which I time? So anxious every time. Every time he does it, I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> every time he's not gonna get home. He's not gonna be back. She's gonna find him. <laughs> she's gonna come walking through these doors, and she's gonna hobble him right now. It was. I was so anxious. <laughs> I was like. That's and I know that like that's what you got to do in that situation for sure. But he, it always seemed like he was just going so slow. <laughs> but he couldn't not go slow though. That's the thing too. I know. <laughs> Were you? How did you feel? I want to know what your reaction was when he picked up the phone and went to dial. That was and so funny. I was so upset. I laughed. <laughs> I almost cried. I was like, of course she doesn't have a phone. (laughs) I just... You're an idiot. 
Paul if you think that she really has a phone. I thought that she would have a phone because why would she have a phone? Why wouldn't she? I forgot that it was 1990. I thought that everyone had a. I thought that everyone had a phone. No, it slipped my mind that we were in rural Colorado in the 1990s. (laughs) My mistake. Kathy Bates is a strong woman. She doesn't need a phone. Did she? Okay, I didn't quite understand. I got that she was an angel of death. All right, I hear you. Yes. Did she kill her husband, or did her husband leave her? Uh, I think I. I thought she killed him. It seemed like she killed him. Good for her. Good for her! Good for her! Yeah, uh, I'll stand by that. But I have to draw a line at the killing of patients, of innocents. Yeah, yeah. Unless you've got patients that are like, please put me out of my misery. it was like babies. Yeah, it it was definitely babies. I can see it if you're in like... You can't kill babies. You shouldn't kill... Well, we could get into that. Now's not the time. Um... (laughs) That was not an anti-abortion comment. <laughs> We're pro-choice on this podcast, right? I, I am. I am very. You know, I'm pro-choice. <laughs> I meant like a literal. Like this is already. It's been nine months. The oh, baby's here. Oh, you mean babies and not embryos? Gotcha. Yeah, my mistake. I thought that that would have been clear. <laughs> it's an important distinction to make. Apparently, you know what I meant. <laughs> How do you feel? This kind of leads into this is tangentially related. How do you feel about um it's like you're a nurse, right? Okay. You go and you're working at this hospital and you work in one of the like the geriatric wards of like these old people who have like Alzheimer's and like terminal conditions and like all this crazy shit going on. And you have okay. a patient that says, Raina, I'm suffering. Please. I'm begging you. I want you to pull the plug. I want you to put me out of my misery. What do you do? Misery? <laughs> misery? <coughs> I um, didn't mean to make that connection. No, I know yes. But yes. What um, do you do? I think I do it. What? Because I... There's like a term for it. Assisted suicide? Thank you. I was like, it's not Euthanasia. euthanasia. because that's a different thing no that's assisted suicide i think that that's if that's how someone wants to go they're in pain because also like you're sick you know you're gonna die also like there has to be a part of you thinking if you have loved ones around you knowing that like drawing it out it's just it's, not a, it's hurting everyone. It's yeah. not like it's good for anyone. No. So I think I do it. I think assisted suicide is, in most cases, probably okay. May we quote you on that? I guess. Okay. Right. I stand by it. How That's do you it. feel? Stand by me? <laughs> um, no, I'm with you. I think that it would be a tough call to make, and I feel like that's definitely, as someone who's small and anxious and worries about everything all the time, it's definitely <laughs> something that would keep me up. But like, yeah, like I, it, <laughs> I wouldn't feel good about it. But yeah, it would definitely weigh heavily on me. But, but I think also, that yeah. I would have to do it. That's your patient, and they're asking you, please help me. And if that's I, the only way that you can help them, if that's the way that they want to be helped, 
and they feel like that's in their best interest, then yeah, bro. Yeah, who am I to who am say I to deny? No. <laughs> who am I? Yeah, go for it, dude. That's also, what like Kathy Bates is. I'm assuming like wanting to be in control again. Yes. Oh, I didn't think about that, but yes. Really taking control of like the course of your life. Mm-hmm. Well, what's left your of your own it. destiny? <laughs> yeah, I've thought about assisted suicide a lot because it's so. It's obviously frowned upon, but like, it's I a very gray area for be. a lot of people. No, yeah. it shouldn't be. I feel like it should be just like any other medical anything. Really, you yeah. go in, you sign your paperwork. There's lots of. I shouldn't say lots. There's at least one thing that I can think of where in the state of Michigan, you have to like have the paperwork in your possession for 24 hours before you like have that procedure done. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking at abortions. That's what we're talking about, folks. Um, Yeah, I figured. (laughs) In case it was unclear, in the state of Michigan, you have to have your informed consent paperwork for 24 hours before you receive an abortion. I think that assisted suicide should be the same thing. Get your paperwork, sign it, have a doc that's willing to do it. At the end of the day, like that's part of healthcare too, is helping patients having that, um, what is that called? Palliative care. Helping them ease the transition between like, hey, I'm alive and I'm fighting and I'm suffering and I just want to die peacefully. Yeah. And that you may quote me on. I I agree that like, paperwork should probably be involved so like no one can be like she's an angel you can't <laughs> Brittany killed my mom right no bro Here's so you can be like um actually she said she wanted me to do that so actually your mom wanted to die <laughs> she thanks hates to you, you shannon <laughs> looking at you i'm glad we both went the same way with that joke <laughs> <laughs> it's all um, your fault truly <laughs> let's get back to misery I mean, I this is another one that seems really straightforward. There's not a lot to unpack here. We gotta pick some more complicated movies, I guess. I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> um, I, I will say, other than Kathy Bates and the sheriff's wife and the agent, there weren't really any women in this movie. To be Everybody, fair, there's only like ten people. <laughs> that's true. There weren't any people of color in this movie. And if there were, I don't remember them. So that's just as bad. That's a good point. But again, there's only like 10 people in this movie. That's true. So I'm, not, I'm not too upset. Ooh, plot I am twist. Upset, but what? Go ahead. No, you go. Plot twist. We remake Misery. Paul is black. It's an allegory for racism. Isn't that just like get out? Yeah, <laughs> I needed to think about it. I was like, "Well, I mean, like, did it cut out again?" <laughs> no, I was thinking. It was like, "Is it like get out?" It could be like get out. I mean, it's kind of similar because he's like a famous photographer. Oh fuck! Hot take then. Get out <laughs> is just misery. But Paul's black. So what you're saying is Stephen King should sue Jordan Peele? That's not what I'm saying. I think because that's what I'm saying. Because that you may not quote me on that. That is not what I'm saying. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Brittany thinks that Stephen King should sue Jordan Peele. No, 
Uh, Jordan Peele deserves nothing but the best. He is, he's so cool. What a he cool really dude. is. Oh man, I'm so excited for Candyman. <laughs> I'm really disappointed that it's almost certainly, definitely, more than likely delayed because of Rona. But like, well, yeah, because it was supposed to come out in June. But here we are in July, and I still have not. Uh... No, I think it's coming out in either October or November. Ooh, hey, if it comes out in October, do you want to social distance? Let's go see it. I mean, I can still six feet think apart. It will happen, but. But also, it would be perfect in October because that's the month of Halloween. But, yeah, thanks. <laughs> in case you forgot. Yeah. That's I'm... when Halloween is. Oh. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's really all I've got, I think. Uh, Other than that's... like, oh. <laughs> Kathy Bates is delightful. She is so good. She really is. She um, really yeah, her her dialogue during this movie was so it was so spooky. Like the only she dialogue really that deserved. Oh, Oscar. she definitely deserved the Oscar here. The only notes I wrote on her dialogue were, "It's what God wants. Help me help you." And God, I love you. And I'm because taking notes on dialogue. All of those were just so, like, they made the hair on the back of my neck, like, stand up. I was like, oh, God, what? She's very creepy in this. She was perfect. 10 of 10. 100% deserve the Oscar. <laughs> all right. Are you ready to rate it, then? I'm ready to rate it. All right. I would like to give this movie three and a half chainsaws. Okay. It was good. It was spooky. Not scary the way that I was expecting it to be. Um, I don't know. I expected to be a little more scared. This seems realistic, but I know that as someone who's not a famous author, I'm probably not going to get kidnapped and hobbled in some strange woman's bed. I mean... Um, I said probably. I don't think it's got anything to do with how famous you are. I said probably. Well, I mean, no one's going to kidnap me because, Brittany, because I'm, your of biggest, you I'm your biggest fan. That's true. Oh, you like the podcast. Great. <laughs> no, what podcast are you talking about? No, I don't have one of those. Um, okay. No, yeah, three and a half chainsaws. This was good. Not the kind of scary I was expecting, but very good. And I love Kathy Bates. Oh, she's so good. Um, I'm also going to give it three and a half chainsaws. hey uh, It was fun watching something new for, like, the first time. Yeah. Um, I really like the score. I think that it's super dramatic. And, so is Kathy Bates. I mean, Kathy Bates is an icon. <laughs> she was so good in this. Because she really just, she turns so quickly. She's creepy and, like, obsessive and then she's like just overly nice and uncomfortable but they're just but it works she plays the two sides very well have you ever seen kathy bates in like in something that you didn't like because i can't think of anything um no (laughs) she just brings also can't think of anything hit after hit after hit yeah Oh, you know, she was on um, The Office for a while, and I kind of hated it then. I've never seen The Office. But I don't think that was really her fault. That was one of writing. 
I've never seen The Office. Well, because it was after uh, Steve Carell left, and really they just should have ended it, but they just kept going. That's my hot take of this episode. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's all I've got to say about misery. That's all I've got to say. All right. Email us, chainsaws at gmail.com. Yeah, help us pick some not straightforward movies. I Please, guess. if you're tired of us <laughs> rambling, <laughs> send us something I to talk I about. Am. I know I am. Uh, send us something to talk about. All right. I guess that's it. That's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.